Let me just say, if you if you if you push it too far, I might just hang up. Ooh, I I, I love it when you talk threatening to me, Mark. Oh my goodness. You've uh, your 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 threshold for jokes today, <laughs> it's very it's it's very low. That just means I'm gonna push even harder, Mark. You you should never have told me that. I'm on thin ice already. Oh my goodness. What's up, Hero fans? My name's Luke, and I am here to welcome you to Hero Notes, the My Hero Academia Recap Podcast. The podcast that aims to go beyond and recap all the chapters from the My Hero Academia manga by Kohei Horikoshi. And on this week's episode, we are continuing our coverage of Volume 9. As in this in this week's episode, we uh, we <laughs> we mess up ourselves. We see everyone's second favorite hard boy tetsu 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 take on uh, his least favorite condiment mark and what would that be uh i'm gonna go with uh oh coleslaw that is, is that a, is that a condiment i thought that was a... i know it was the first thing that came to my head that wasn't ketchup or mustard oh, oh mustard did you say what what was that mustard oh wow that that must be what it is. Hey, everybody, it's Batman Beyond Mark. That's me. That's you. And you think that coleslaw is... Oh, I suppose... I hate coleslaw. I'm, just gonna throw I'm not up. a big coleslaw guy. No, to be honest. I'm more of a But you know what I am a fan salad. of? I'm a f- and, and I'm lying about this. I'm a fan of uh, Tonkabons that have just randomly faded pages. Really? Yeah, oh. mine has a bunch of printing problems where just sometimes things are very faded. Not like anything that's bad, but like you look from one page and like, oh, everything like all the all the all the blacks are black, all the you know all the grays are like a nice solid gray, and then you go to the, turn to the next page and it's like, why does this look like it was sitting out in the sun for like a couple of days? Because it's all faded. That is unfortunate. I I'm don't... assuming your digital copies do not have that. I correct. Oh, well, I'm not. Saying okay, then really. I can't hold it against it. I just wanted to check. Is uh, that both if, chapters or just the one? Uh, there, there's sporadic pages in both. That's unfortunate. Uh, has that been for the full volume? Or uh, these well, chapters? no, only starting with these two chapters. Okay. And it runs through the end of the volume. That's unfortunate. It, it's not. That, it's nothing that's distracting. It's just a little bit noticeable, and it caught my attention when I was reading through to prep. Just like, wow, that's really faded. Next to, wow, that's not faded in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. Well, but Mark. When you we know, get farther in... Uh, we have uh, – I'm pretty sure this will be our last time wishing it because uh, a certain person returns to all of his shows in a week or so. Oh, really? Is it that yes. soon? Yeah, well, I suppose it is coming up to August. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, uh, as you've been hinting, Mark, uh, we, of course, have to give uh, our uh, best well wishes to friend of the show, uh, Reggie, of Weird Science and Cosmic Treadmill fame. Uh, as he continues, hopefully, his quick and speedy recovery, uh, as we've been documenting uh, uh, every week now at this stage. But uh, it would be good to to put an end to that and to hear his uh, delicious 
dulcet uh, tones dulcet husky, husky husky tones mark uh it, it'll bring a smile to my face uh, but that is not all the housekeeping that we have mark uh do tell I, I I do believe that uh, in the in the past week we we saw some uh, we saw some new covers mark uh, volume twenty four of the main manga my hero academia volume twenty four as well as uh, and I know you'll get a kick out of this mark I think it's volume seven or is it volume eight of vigilante I can't say I even saw these this is news to me oh well uh, this is half the presses for you Mark uh, but uh, yeah oh, well I'll have to send you a little link uh, but basically what we see in volume eight because if you remember Mark all the volumes of vigilantes have been references to uh, references to, to main the main series covers so like yes. for example volume five that just came out recently was a reference to volume i think 16 of the the, the kirishima cover mm-hmm. uh, so and this volume seven appears to be a, a homage to the volume upcoming volume 20 of the main series i say upcoming because it is coming out next week for us mark uh, so that and be- there's a and there's a a volume that will come out sometime in the eventual future that i almost hope that they do not continue that theme just for it because there is a perfect classic uh american comic book cover that would be a hundred percent appropriate um I, you, you have no idea what i'm talking I, about yeah i'm trying to decipher okay. that mark had a great idea for a vigilante's cover but it had to be cut from the episode because it had heavy vigilante spoilers Everybody go read Vigilantes, Mark says so. That's a great yes. idea, Mark. Wow, if yes. only the listeners knew what you were talking about. Oh my goodness. Yes, awkward transitions and all. <laughs> uh, speaking of awkward transitions, uh, our chapters. Uh, exactly. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a smooth transition that was. Right, well, we might as well jump into the first one that we have for the listeners this evening. My Hero Academia, Chapter 78, Whirling Chaos. That's kind of a lot like what this podcast is, Mark. A lot of a lot of chaos and a lot of whirling and chaos. You know, written and drawn by Kohei Horikoshi, and it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump, issue eleven, way way back in twenty sixteen. And Mark, we open off the first chapter as I struggle to get to the page <sighs> with Aizawa see... carrying Koda back to. Uh back to the hotel place um and coda coda is like as i was thinking to himself like i i forgot to tell midoriya to get back here like get back to you know uh the hotel uh after his injuries like the only reason he's going at this point is the adrenaline like as soon as he's done with his mission like it's gonna stop flowing through his body and it's gonna shut down and i have well, he's absolutely correct. Mm. how it's portrayed in here in this chapter and we'll get to it when we get to it uh is poor I would I would actually say is piss poor because of how confusing it is. Yes. It's extremely confusing on the panels, and it it doesn't work well in the show. Um, and, and there was I, I'm not sure what I would have done differently besides actually changing events that happen. Um. Well, or or they couldn't really do. Yeah. I, or I, I yeah. It's maybe not change the events that happen, but. And no, no. The Midoriya's only the, the, reaction to them. The, maybe? O- no, the only way to fix it 
is to is to and I'll get we'll get to that when we get to that. Um uh and uh Coda is just asking, you know, as I was like, is he gonna be okay? Like and Coda kind of, you know, was like I, I punched him the other day. Like um, we do get a nice but, but he still went he still you know, he still went and saved me. Like I didn't get a chance to to tell him sorry or thank you. I hope he's okay. And then Aizawa just is like as he's just he's like, you know, he's fine. Uh, he got beat up like that because he has no intention of dying. Uh, as his teacher, though, I'll, I'll still have to give him grief for it. Uh, so, so once this madness is over, you can tell him, just focus on a, a nice big thank you. And, and I like that from Aizawa. Yeah. It's, it, it's a humanizing moment. It's a good one. He's like, what you need to focus on right now is giving him a big thank you because Aizawa apps, because if you remember, Aizawa saw him get punched and was just like, just kind of like turns to Manila, like, like in the background, I was like, what? <laughs> Like, like he's he's not thrilled that his student was trying to be nice to a child and the child punched him. Yeah, because at like, the end of the day, his student is getting assaulted well, here. You his, know? His, yeah, his student his student is getting assaulted, and his student is not even doing anything wrong. Yeah, it's not like his student being that. stupid. It's oh, they're here. They're meeting some of the other people. They were just in, you know, I mean, they were honestly just formally introduced to him, and he was trying to be polite, like. And what did he there, get there was for? there was nothing wrong with what he was doing maybe a uh, maybe a little pushy but but Not there was nothing the socially balls, wrong pushy mark oh my there goodness. was nothing socially wrong about how he how Midoriya react you know or... r- no handled the situation yes. of being like oh hello i'm i'm midoriya uh, i'm Mizuka midoriya nice to meet you gets punched for trying to be polite yes um but yes then we cut back over to the um, to pretty much where we left off last chapter with Midoriya uh, coming in for a landing. Um, Mandalay kind of thinking, like, Razor, are you sure about this? As she, you know, tells everybody uh, to fight back. Uh, and then we get more of um, uh, Mandalay fighting uh, Spinner. And she's like, you know, thanks for the message, but, like, get back to camp now. You, your injuries look terrible. Um, and Midoriya is like, like, no, sorry. I mean, there's one more thing. Um, uh, I need you to relay. Uh, and I, I, this is getting to my favorite part. Of these chapters, hmm. it's it's Magni's big moment in my opinion. Oh yeah, uh, or one of Magni's big moments in my opinion. Um, he says, you know, w- one of the villains targets, and both Tiger and Magni pick up on this like immediately. Um, like and Midori as he's running, just full blown running. Um, he's like, is Kachan, uh, use your telepathy, please. And this is probably it. It, it, it wasn't having this nickname be the thing, but it's it's kind of brilliant. That he has this nickname, nickname that none of the villains would be able to know. Yes, it, it, it's basically like it's basically he says this, and they're like, "Who is he found out about?" Yes, like, it is a co- applied code name that uh, works because only one, and it's only one A that know it as well. It's uh, only one A that knows it, and I actually have a pro. I actually have something where uh, Manoma, uh, I'll actually go to bat for him because I, I, I think that. Uh, uh, Saro kind of like, if you look at the art with Saro, he's just, it's just like, I don't understand why you're shushing him. Um, it's a legitimately and reasonable question. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I like that, uh, Mandalay's like, like, Kachan, like, what, what's that? Like, hold on a second. And Matt, this is, this is the Magni moment I love. Magni picks up and is like, you know, you know, that rumbling earlier, there are only two people, like, uh, on our team with that kind of brute strength. Like, if they leaked info, then it must be, because we'll find out later. Spoiler. The other one is, uh, I think the one she's referring or referring to is uh, uh, the um, uh, Nomu, would you say? The Nomu? The other one? 
I could. I was. I was torn between the Nomu and Moonfish. I was too. But it's just Moonfish is like. I, I, I don't know if it's Moonfish brute strength. strength. Yeah. I would not say brute strength. I would say Moonfish is easily the most skilled member of their team. Oh yeah. Bar oh. none. But in terms of like force or, or or power, you know what I mean. I'll be honest to say, uh, I think Moonfish, with the exception of uh, uh, All for One, is probably the most skilled villain we've ever seen in the Ooh. series. Uh, j- just because of how technical the work is. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, I, you're not wrong. I would agree. Uh, um, and appropriately, when he's dealt with, it feels uh, it doesn't feel cheap. It, yeah, it's probably the the. As maybe, and I would argue, perhaps on the same level of muscular, but definitely uh, one of the most rewarding. Oh, I absolutely believe that Moonfish could kill muscular. Uh, oh yeah, no. I know. Th- I know they're both A rank villains, but I absolutely believe, uh, assuming that uh, you know muscular didn't catch him like by surprise or something like that. Hmm. Um, but no, I believe that you know Moonfish would. It might not be the easiest battle, but Moonfish would absolutely be able to kill Muscular. He's too exposed. He's too exposed to all of those blades. Oh, oh yeah. And with all, oh, can you imagine with all that muscle fiber? Oh, that would be messy. But what, they would what, be fun. What I was what I was saying was, um, like in terms of the takedowns, the the villain takedowns in this arc, yeah, uh, definitely up there with Muscular. I and maybe even well, higher well, be, because it oh, is a, a combined effort. Like I don't know. Well, you know what? You know what? We'll get to it when we get to it because we'll be getting into it uh, uh, fairly soon. That is true. That Next is true. week, but still. Um, but yes, yeah, so Banyan realizes, you know, um, like it could have only been muscular. We call him Mister Muscles. We will find out afterwards that his villain name is Muscular. Um, but yes, yeah, so it must have been Mister Muscular. Mister uh, Muscles. Mister uh, Muscles, and he realizes, like, it, like. If he lost to him in a battle of strength, yeah, and and I and I love this because Magni basically gets a solid hit on Tiger, knocking Tiger backwards, and and Magni just goes right for it, and he's like, "This kid, like, we really ought, uh, we really ought to kill him," um, and is going, uh, Magni's going right for muscular, and I to this day believe, if Spinner had not stopped Magni, that Midoriya maybe not dead. But Midoriya, like, th- th- he would have absolutely caught Midoriya, or she would have absolutely caught Midoriya, mm. and uh, Midoriya probably would have died. Like, there's a, I'd say at least a good 60% chance but she would have been able to kill Midoriya. But do weapon there when she makes that leap? Uh, no, we don't. But uh, with Midoriya this injured? Right. With Midoriya that injured, unable to use his arms, and assuming Magni... Uh, caught him either by getting close enough to activate her quirk or to, you know, to something, to anything. Um, she could do I some damage. She could do some damage. And given the, the amount of lead time in between, uh, Midori would have not been able to do the rest of the arc at the very least. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It, it, but yeah, so... Um, it is impressive that we see, like, this level of competency, you know, like, she is making... Well, why, why, some... would, it, why would it be that? Like, it, it's it's legitimately a, um, it, it's a reason, you know, there's, it's a, it's sound reasoning. Hmm. Okay, like, I heard, we heard rumbling earlier, there's only couple, two people on our team that could have done that. He looks pretty injured, and he knows that they're at, we're after somebody. 
there's only two people could be and based upon what it, it but based upon this whole thing leaking information i have to say the other one's probably the nomu nomu's not going to be able to leak the information um which means it's this guy and this kid just beat their big gun in a battle of strength this kid needs to go down and then she makes the active choice to do it who's by the way a known person on their high priority kill list mm. um but yes spinner throws a throws a knife uh that Maggie barely you know is able to stop in time to uh to uh not get hit by and spinner says like like don't touch him um and Maggie's like what the heck he's on the high priority kill list like like, like, what exactly did we come here to do, Spinner? And Spinner's like, you know, like, th- that's a personal thing for Shigaraki. Like, Stan went out of his way to save that brat, which I always, I, I, I find it strange that they reported that part. Like, like may- maybe the League of Villains saw it and recorded, but it just, I find it weird that the police reported that part of the incident. Mm, yeah. That state saved it, whatever. Um, but yeah, so, and he's like, you know what, that means that this kid's a real hero, and like, when it comes to Stain's will, I will, but, and just gets kicked in the face by Mandalay, and who's just like, finally got a solid hit, hit it, and I love it. I love it. Um, and Mandalay's like, dang it, he ran off, like, I, I might as well, you know, uh, broadcast his message, and she does, like, that we've identified, like, you know, one of the targets is a student named Kachan. And here's, we get to the part where I actually have a problem with Saro. Saro is shushing. Um, Monoma. 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 Well, isn't Monoma's that something like, like, that you would like to do, Mark? Well, well yes, but here like it's a, but yes, but here it's a legitimate question. Like, <laughs> who is Kachan? Well, they would know. He would know. It's a legitimate. Like, wait, who's that? Like, hmm. like it, it's a fair question. Just like I was like uh, Monoma. Like I've, I've complimented him before when he was able to realize, you know, what Uraka was doing. Hmm. Like, I will give people credit where it's due, right here. I don't know why Sarah was shushing him. Like, it's a fair question. Um, and, and, uh, and then, but uh, notice who doesn't get shushed is literally everybody else in their class. Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, Kirishima's like, like, Bakugo? And then, um, or Rock was like, Bakugo? Like, over where she is. Um, and then we cut over to, uh, yeah. The man himself. Yeah, uh, the bad of himself with um, uh, Shoto and then uh, another guy who they were carrying who got knocked out during all. A one B guy, yeah. Yeah, and they are fighting uh, off the stuff. Baku goes jumping out of the way as uh, Shoto is making a last second ice barrier to catch some of uh, Moonfish's teeth. Mm. And once again, Moonfish, favorite villain of this arc. Oh my He's just goodness! Like, I have to endure. I got to do the job. And just <laughs> and Shoto's like, like, d- like, don't get reckless. Like Bakugo, like d- didn't you hear there after? You? And Bakugo is just like he—he's—I would say that's like a both angry and scared face, like at the same time. Yeah, a combination of the two. Um, that and uh, the scared is partially because of what was going on, partially because it realizes, oh great, now literally all of them are coming for me, and partly because, oh god, this guy, I we can't get anywhere near him, and one wrong move, and we're dead. You could all, like w- with the previous uh, panel there. You could almost think that that ice wall that Todoroki put up was as much uh, to block Bakugo as it was to to uh, block that because Bakugo uh, looks like he's been stopped mid leap there. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no. It, it honestly looks like he was jumping out of the way for the ice to come up. 
Okay. Yeah. I guess, okay. Okay. Like, like they're working as a team. Mm. Um. But yeah, he's like, I'm annoyed. Like, like you know, like first is fight. First is don't fight. Then it's fight. Then it's don't fight again. Make up your minds. Why do I feel like Deku's behind this? Um, <laughs> His Deku sense is tingling, Mark. And then, um, uh, Baku's parents is like, I'll just do what I want. And he go. He he makes an attack. He makes an attempt to go around and attack. Um, and he sees a blade come out of the ice at the last second. He notices it, and he he uh like forces himself like uh Back. backwards yes. as the teeth tooth just splits. It almost like kills. It it gets part of his hair even. Um, at this, uh, you know, uh, Shoto puts up even more ice trying to, you know, push him back, push the guy backwards. And, uh, Shoto comments that like, this guy's making great use of the terrain and his quirk. Like, <laughs> and Bakugo's frustrated because like, he looked like a real weakling, but he's clearly been in a lot of battles. I like how he a... keeps the pose, the, the, like the pose where he had to like lean back for, for the, for the rest of the page as well. well. I, I get, I get the, uh, I get the impression that, um, like some of that was happening, like in such quick su- succession, like, uh, um, he leaned back out of the way, the ice went up. Um, and as the ice was going up, sort of was like, Tch! and then like, yeah. and the Baku was just like, okay. It, what do yeah, we do? It's it's like it's one one movement almost, yeah. Yes, yeah. as because uh, Moonfish has been just going from tree to tree and just like making like attacking passes at them. You really get uh, a sense of Moonfish's speed here. Yes, then. his 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 maneuverability and yes. his, his uh, power, and they are. And this is I will say this: this is the first time we've had people going like the students going up against a villain in the series, and I would say even over Stain. This is the first time where I think it's been done well, where it shows oh. the the difference in a professional villain versus a prof during to a hero in training. Mm. Because just even with um, even with Stain, it was something where you you threw just basically like I, I'm sorry, but with you know Stain was pretty good, Mark. I'm... Well, yeah, but with Ida's uh plot device power. Oh boy. Um. It kind of ruined it. Like and, Stain and the, was almost there. The magic there. synchro attack at the end that that, that yeah, worked flawlessly. Uh, well, there's magic synchro attack. There's the fact that he even got up. Um, there's there, there's there's several things involved there yeah. that that kind of soured it. At no point does this not feel like this is a professional like as as we will eventually find out a rank villain. Moonfish always feels like he has the he has the kids on the ropes here, like the well, kids. Not, not, on... e- not even on the ropes. I would almost say because he knows what his job. He even he's constantly talking about like I need to do my job. Their job is to take him alive. Mm. My guess is that if he didn't need Bakugo alive, Bakugo would probably be dead. Yeah, like like Todoroki is is desperately. And like it's it's worth pointing out as well that well it's partly because they don't know how to attack him yet, but all these maneuvers are defensive maneuvers. They haven't yes. they they haven't even laid a finger on him yet. Whereas every time they try to attack, they nearly get themselves killed. Yes, yes. He's not even giving them that opening. No, uh, no. Which really you have is you have basically the two prodigies of this class. Struggling. Are staying alive, and honestly, if this kept going on, there's no doubt in my mind. If this went on another five, ten minutes in the series, he probably would have gotten Shoto and captured Bakugo. Mm. 
I'm I'm very confident that you know well they, they would have gotten tired out a lot faster than he would. Mm. Especially with the added weight of the the unconscious uh, one beast yes. in there that they have to protect as well. But uh, yes, yeah, so th- this is where we actually get you know his name. We get Death Row inmate uh, escaped convict convict Moonfish. He's like show me flesh. I just and then Chodos is like like like. You know, if if we set any big fires, like it could spread and get everybody killed. If I was like, I know that, and because right now fire, like if they could use their stuff a bit bigger, they might stand a chance. Mm. I say might because uh, there is also downsides. For instance, Bakugo would have to get pretty darn close, and you don't really want to get close to this guy. And, and Shoto would then lose their only defensive option mm. because we, you know, had retcons. <laughs> Oh, I will boy. not let that go. Oh, you will not let that go. Yeah, and well, like, even well, you uh, shouldn't have done it. If you, if you, you shouldn't have made his powers one way, only to realize, oh no, I've made him too powerful. What we, what it we, be off. Uh, what we, uh, I know that Mark. Uh, what we, what we don't even know as well is, um, obviously, it's we see here, uh, like this is our first clear look at uh, at Moonfish's powers with his uh, sharp. Like the, we knew that he he was extending something sharp out of his mouth, but we see here it's, it's his, teeth. his teeth. Do we? I don't believe we ever get a quirk breakdown for him. No, I don't think so. Um, um, which kind of makes it scarier. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, but, uh, actually. but but then they're trying to figure out their options, and they realize like we can't retreat because the gas is right there. They just run out from where the gas was. That's where they picked up the the one B student with them, yeah. and they're like, it's obviously a trap, and it is. It's a very well executed trap. Speaking of the like the the mist and stuff, we go into it as we have Tetsu, 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 and Kendo running in, um, <laughs> and and Kendo's like questioning him like like what are you doing like why like this is not the best plan right now, and, and he's they're like, going in guns blazing pretty much yes, um, and, and Tetsu, 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 Tetsu points out that Mandalay didn't mention the gas at all, which means it hasn't spread very far. Um, or is this Kendo saying this? This is, this is Kendo. Yes, Kendo. Uh, yeah, say that it hasn't spread very far, which means, and it should have dissipated, like, which means it's in a very centralized area. Um, and the point is, is if it's, you know, they use like a typhoon as an example, but pretty much it's like a hurricane or whatever. It's spinning. It's clearly going around a point of origin. Mm. Otherwise it would have, you know, spread out. This has to be one of the villain's quirks. This has to be one of the villain's quirks. Um, which means they'll find the gas controller in the middle. Uh, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu comments. It's like you're a genius. Genius, and Kendo's just like it's pretty, you know, basic science with Kendo. Whoa! But they, but they basically, you know, she, she points out that they're on a clock. You know, th- these, you know, as the gas gets thicker and they're in it longer, the mat, the their gas masks are gonna, you know, the effectiveness of the filters are gonna, you know, dissipate. And once the they're gone, once the, you know, the, the filters, filters used up. They're, they might as well take them off. Yeah, because they, they can't oh. just replace it without Yayo Rozu no. around. No, um, which means they're on the clock. Uh, so the two of them charge right for the center. As, very uh, very uh, epic. Kendo, uh, Kendo starts being like, you know, he kind of has a one-track mind, but it uh, kind of works for him. Uh, I, I like it, though, because at the start, he's like all like, you know, he's just all pretty much, let's go kick some butt. Uh, and that's when Kendo is a little dismissive. But then you see the heart behind the butt kicking. And mark. you see him charge in. And then we get to something we were talking about before the show is a uh, 
is Mustard the Gas Villain, how they really play him off as kind of like a lame character, but when you actually look at all the stuff he does, it's a, it's way more impressive. He's got, to, yeah, he, there's, there's more to him on and the surface, I think. And eventually, in I think it's next chapter, Keno's going to throw some massive shade at oh a my. certain UA teacher, oh and my. it's it's kind of extremely uncalled for. I think it's Kendo, or is it Tetsu? Tetsu no, that Tetsu, is Tetsu. Kendo, that is Kendo. Point, yeah. point is, is that they they start charging him for the center, and the, the gas user in the middle is like, oh, like, uh, like you know, like coming, oh, there's, there's people coming for me, like two, no, or three, no, two. Like, somebody must have, like, caught on and started charging in. I expected no less from an elite school. Uh, but unfortunately for them, and he pulls something out of his, uh, his, jacket. Uh, jacket, his jacket, and he pulls out a revolver. He's like, it, it, you know, no matter how great their quirks are. And, and and what I really like about this is that he's just, he's not even facing. Like, like Tetsu, 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 Tetsu comes in with a punch from the, uh, from his right. And he's not even looking. And then he just, you know, he just kind of turns his head a little bit and raises the revolver, leveling it at Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. As he's like, they're only human. And there's a BAM! Um, that we hear. Mm. In the distance, we don't actually see it, uh, at this point. And, uh, Midori's running, he's like, that, that sound, it's a gunshot. Like, I, I wonder if everybody's okay. Kachan's team, like, we, you know, is the second to start the test. Gotta keep moving. And now we're gonna get to the part, um, so as he's, Midori's running through the woods, uh a giant shadowy claw tries to reach out for him and he gets shocked by electricity oh i'm sorry this was her this was his adrenaline spiking down and him feeling his injuries really problem um that's what it's supposed to be it doesn't look like that well that was the the whole thing the endorphins uh when the endorphins go down after he completes his mission yes he completed part of his mission but then he's looking for bakugo he's still on the job now, I don't think Aizawa knew about that second part. I'm not entire. I don't remember if he said he mentioned to Aizawa, like, yeah, there's also something like else I have to tell them. Like, I, I know what they're. Did he say you know what they're after? I don't think he told. I don't think he told Aizawa at least. Like, yeah. he, he did so tell Aizawa, Mandalay to like, relay the message, but I don't think he told Aizawa. That this but was this his is plan. what this is what he was foreshadowed. This is what was being foreshadowed there. Hmm. Except it wasn't because his mission is still to find Bakugo, and it's 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 I I just and it's supposed to be like getting shocked by this and then trying to. So in the anime, he's running through and then he gets surprised by this and he tries to dodge out of the way and that's when all the pain hits him. Yeah. And he and he can't dodge. Um. First of all, that is conveyed absolutely terribly here. Um, I would I would straight up give this page because of that panel a very low score. Oh, because of how it just breaks. It just looks like he's shocked by electricity. It doesn't convey um, what it's trying to convey at all. I no, and even the as I said, even that. the anime, even the anime really doesn't. Because then after this, he's exhausted, like he's come down from the adrenaline. Even though this would hit another spike of adrenaline as he's you know turns to see something about to kill him. I'm not saying he there's no chance that he wouldn't feel it here, but he just did a flying kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. He teleported in and all that, um, and then somehow had momentum. So I guess it was a teleportation that that can you know capture kinetic energy. Oh wow! But um, and that was you know part of the mission was to tell everybody. But at the same time, we've seen him do a lot crazier things. This injured, um, and, and he's he's even talking like I need to find Bakugo, like. They, you know, that must have been like, okay, I need to find him. Here's where they are. Like, he's still on mission. Mm, mm. And then this happens, and it feels very forced. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It feels very forced, and this is what I was talking about. There's no way, even the anime, there's no way to fix this scene 
without changing it substantially in some way. Either being like, uh, you know, he, he gets hit. And that just does him in like it's like think of it as like having one HP like, yeah, like he could have kept going. But as soon as he got hit, it was just like his body just gave out yeah. or literally anything or or like he got and you could even do that by like him getting completely just taken off guard. So he had no time to dodge or or, or something instead of setting it up for a thing. So like jump scares, the entire point of jump scares is it spikes your adrenaline. Yeah, it goes from... This is a jump scare to him. It should spike his adrenaline. Even if he's coming down for it, it, it should spike... De- it, I have problems with this. Instead of going from 0 to 80, it goes to 80 to 0, just like that. And the, the problem is that Horikoshi needs Midoriya, his body, to be in a certain condition uh, of, at this point of the story. Uh, yes. But to get there, uh, from where we are now, it is just a complete sh- like shunt. Uh, that is very forced, as we see. In this. It's uh, you know what I can give it a level of force. I can give you a level of force. It's as forced as uh Matt McGinnis's transition in this. Uh, um, I guess this is coming out in August, so uh, in July's issue of Batman Beyond. Ooh, it's as, it's as forced. It's as forced as that. You know, hey, we're having a conversation. Hey, I don't want to talk about this now. Let's do something else. Okay, it's that kind of force. Like it's just like this comes. There, there's I'm foreshadowing not sure for it, but it's terrible. Our listeners will understand it doesn't that metaphor. matter. What I just said was <laughs> terrible. What I just described was terrible writing. Yes, yes. And this is not great writing. No, um, but yes, not, not a so great see... depiction of drawing either. No, um, I mean I like the effect. This would not be a terrible effect if it didn't have lightning going around in the back. Yeah, especially we, with how we literally have people. Especially because we don't like we we don't know yet that this is dark shadow. It's and with the implications of lightning and electricity, uh, like being a part of one for all, uh, you know, that, it just raises further questions. Is this a one for all thing going on in his body? Like, what's going on here? You because, know, because I mean? literally, it could have been he got like this giant claw came out, it hit him and electrified him as it was slamming him down. That would also be a perfect, except for the last two panels. This that would be a perfect inter- uh, interpretation of those mm-hmm. two panels, right? Mm-hmm. Or those two panels. I'm with the it's sound not effect clear. Of sh- it's not clear. What does that and the mean? anime, the anime only makes it understandable. It doesn't make it good. Yeah. This is not even understandable. Yeah. I agree. But I think we should move on from these yeah. panels. Uh, show, he he's saved by Shoji, who has pretty much wrapped him up in one of his arms mm. as he saves him. Um, and he's yeah, and he's pretty much he's just like wait, Shoji, and then um. Shoji comments like, those wounds look really bad, dude. Like, why are you trying to run around when you look like you're just gonna die any second? This is bad. Um, Makes sense. And, and then he's like, wait, was that just... Uh, and then, you know, he's like, yeah, that was uh, that was Dark Shadow. And Shoji said, like, you know, it was like a, a sneak attack by a villain, like, like, you know, surprises. I took a hit. And this is obviously Moonfish they're referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do get a referenced panel as well to a scene we yes, saw in, in earlier fact, to, the, to the hand that they found, yes. uh, that uh, Baku's group found. And he, he pretty much points out, like, you know, it ended up triggering Dark Shadow, who, you know, uh, Tokuyami had been trying to suppress. Because the darker it is, the less control he has, and the more powerful Dark Shadow is. Um, and we see that, Mark. <laughs> yes, and then we get a... We get a this is the three-quarter 
Uh, oh, yeah. It, no, no, it's, it's a one and a half page spread. And it's a Tokoyami in Dark Shadow. And he's struggling unsuccessfully to reign in Dark Shadow. And he's yelling at them to get away from him. Like, he'll end up killing him. And Pidori's just like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of our chapter. Uh, a very cool way to finish it. Uh, yes. Dark Shadow looking more feral here than... He, obviously, that's oh, the point, but... He, he looks like a demon. Yeah, yeah. Like we it's were not, not even feral. It's like feral is not is not a high enough level to oh, describe yeah, yeah. Dark we Shadow. We were talking episode. about, like, the horror, uh, the, like, the horror elements uh, of this of this arc. Uh, I could, you know, I could see horror from this panel. Yeah. Considering how Dark Shadow's usually been so cute, uh, he's pretty scary here. Uh, yeah, and, and in all honesty, uh, I would say, uh, except for when Midoriya goes 100%, hmm. I would say Dark Shadow in the dark is probably the strongest. 1A has to offer. 1A has to offer, as far as just like brute power. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and while there is a clear weakness, as we will see. In oh, yes, there, there, is a, there, is a, there is a way to mitigate it. That does not stop it from being... Um, uh, powerful in certain circumstances oh yeah yeah and it, yeah it all depends on your matchup as well like if you're it does for example zero going up against uh or, or well, you... i'm gonna be entirely honest with you i'm not sure if zero could take dark shadow or tokiyami in dark in shadow regular form in, in, in like standard daylight yeah <laughs> Oh, if man. we're going to be entirely honest with you. We're, we're putting Zero on blast here. But, you know, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, no, not not at all. I'm not sure it would stick to Dark Shadow. No. no. And besides, yeah. besides, he could always de-summon Dark Shadow and immediately summon him out again. I, I, I think it's more of just, once again, a bad matchup. That is bad, yeah. Uh, but what I would like to see, now that I'm thinking about it. But uh, we don't have time to, to be thinking about stuff like that what we do have time for is another chapter mark and we'll that is true in, we'll jump into that right now my hero academia chapter 79 drive it home iron fist and that is an iron fist with three exclamation marks so you know it's very serious. true and it is written and drawn by kohei horikoshi and it was first published in weekly shonen jump issue 12 Way, way back in 2016. And Mark, we continue in the forest uh, with with Shoji and Midoriya. Uh, and it's and... amazing because it pick, it's picking up exactly where it left off. Pretty much. Not just jumping around. It's it's pretty much like last time it was just Midoriya being like, Chokoyami. And then, you know, it, we pick up here with Shota being like, Shh, keep it down. Like at this point, you know, he, he only responds to, you know, sounds and movement don't make sounds um but yes they, he explains that you know when they heard about the stuff you know uh mandalay you know warned everybody of the attack um and then they were attacked and we see that it was moonfish that attacked him and it got one of uh uh shoji's like extra like extended limbs like extra pieces nothing that won't grow back probably hurt but nothing that like he can't grow back hmm. um but that didn't help and uh it's pissed off Tokoyami. And, like, and he, well, also, Tokoyami probably doesn't know. Well, he might know that, you know, it, it's not something that is really... That doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't stop anything. Pretty much, it's like his friend got hurt, and it pissed him off, Enough. and he immediately lost tra- like control of Dark Shadow, yeah. who he'd been... In all honesty, I think it was a bad plan to have sent him out there regardless, without, like, a flashlight or something given what his quirk is okay um 
and that I'm gonna, you know, say camp counselors, you should have given him like a like a like a lantern or something. Especially because now it has been in the background, but throughout this arc we have been seeing uh we have been seeing Tokuyami kind of struggling to yes. uh, obviously that was the point of the training. But it has had a kickback effect here that uh, has been quite disastrous. Yes, it was the point of the training. However, and while this was supposed to be a fun experience for all of them to basically let off some steam mm-hmm. and to try to get creative with their quirks, with him, he his quirk makes him a danger to everybody. Yeah, if like the, if they, they, they have, they succeed have succeed in scaring him enough. They, yeah, that is like, a that's danger the thing to that is, everybody. That's the thing that's always bothered me. It's like, it would be one thing if you, I don't know, like put him with Bakugo or Shoto. Like, okay, if something happens, you can mitigate his quirk. Mm. But but this, it's like, this just seems, uh, like in hindsight, it seems horribly, um, oh, what's, the, what's a good word for this? Um, oh, not apples. Don't you dare put in apples right apples. here. Apples? Not apples. Not apples. Not apples. apples. Um, uh, irresponsible. There we go. It okay. is incredibly irresponsible that they sent him out with something like this. Yes, I, I get it that it's like, oh, well, this could be training for him. It's like, true, but you should have any type of safety net, like literally any type of safety net. Now, now at the same now at the, now at the same time, it would be one thing if this was like day one. Or something like that. Okay. Like, or day two when they really didn't see it. But this is a couple days in the training. They know exactly what was going on in that cave. Mm. Yeah, they know what he's been doing. They they know what he's been doing, and I have to I have to assume that Aizawa uh, checked in on him at some point and would have seen just a giant monster dark shadow, and then he gave the go ahead to uh he he gave the go ahead to the wild pussycats to just send him in to. You know, a dark wooded area without any type of safety countermeasures. That was a plan. That was a plan that got approved by actual faculty. But, you know, this is an extreme case, you know, It is an extreme case, yes, but it's something where it's like, it would have been one thing if it was like, you know, I I tried to like turn on the lamp, like they gave me a lantern or something, you know, like because I was his partner in case something happened and he immediately destroyed it. Yeah, yeah. That, like, that, yeah, that would make sense as well. Yeah. No, ex- exactly. It's like you could still make this happen. Like we had a straight up countermeasure, but this all ha- or like even it was uh, destroyed in the attack by Moonfish. Mm, mm. Like y- you have so many you ways make that, you that could... the hand that was holding the lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like it, it got hit and it fell and it broke, and it was just like oh no, and then everything went bad. There are plenty of ways to make this work, yeah. like how they have it written to not make them, you know, in hindsight seem terrible. Point is, as we get to see a better picture of Dark Shadow as he's just rampaging through the woods, um, and Midoriya's like, uh, you know, puts it together as like right darkness. The darker it is, the more powerful it is, the less control he has. This is really, really bad. Um, uh, as, as they're just dodging Dark Shadow like for their life. Um, <laughs> And they get to the point where they're like, he's just now attacking indiscriminately. And uh, we, we see Togoyami struggling, just desperately trying well, to, to get them to run. He's like, don't worry about me, but just, just go and save the others. You know, it, with, with him realizing, if nobody's around me, nobody gets hurt, and eventually the sun will come up. Like, hmm. just, like you're wasting time here, and you could be hurt. Um and he's and at this he's, stage, he's he doesn't. Just desperately he, trying to calm down Dark Shadow, and yeah, it's not. Yeah, and he cares more about their safety than his own. 
Because honestly, at this point, I'll be honest with this, I don't think he's in any danger. No, we've never seen Dark Shadow actively hurt or or try to hurt him. It does look like he's in pain trying to control Dark Shadow, but Dark Shadow has never harmed him directly. You know I would I mean? almost say that's him struggling against Dark Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like if he just let it happen, I don't think Dark Shadow would hurt him. This is him physically struggling against Dark Shadow, and that's putting and that's you know Straining. putting stress on his body. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. And, and Sho, or, uh, Shoji's just like, I'm not going to leave him. Like Bidori, I'm not going to leave him. Like, you know, you're worried about your buddy. Um. He's worried about yeah. his as well. And I'm worried about my buddy. Like, yeah. It um, says a lot about, like, we, this is only a brief scene we get with Shoji, but it says a lot about him as a, as a much, friend. He's pretty much like, I'll just try, you know what, like, I can just lead him away. Like, if you, if you want to continue on, I can lead him away so he doesn't end up in the camp and anybody get, nobody gets hurt. Um, and Midori's like, you know, hold on, like... Like, like, hold on, like, whether whether you choose the camp, you know, stuff, it's, like, it, it, it's way too dangerous. As they say that, as they, like, dodge other ways, this, this Dark Shadow uproots several trees. Jeez. Um, and and uh, Shoji's like I, like, I know that, like, like, saving somebody always comes with risks. Heroes aren't, you know, called heroes for nothing. Mm. So will you, you know, help me save Tokoyami, uh, or will you rush to Bakugo's aid? Like, which will it be, Midoriya? Um, and we see, uh, we see for the first time... Because this is this is a weird uh, panel. Because every other time we see uh, Tokoyami in Dark Shadow, he's raised up in the air. This time we see him very clearly on the ground. Yeah. To the point where it almost looks like for a second he's gotten control. Because hmm. even because like Shadow, the Dark, Dark Shadow, Shadow seems, seems less it solidified in that panel as well. Well, it's, it seems like in this one where he's on the ground. It, it's it's uh. Uh, dispersing, so maybe yes. for, like I don't actually think that it happens like this in the anime, um, but I think what it's supposed to be like right here is he's gotten control of it for like a second, trying to get them a chance to run, mm. um, which he will immediately lose that. By the way, uh, but yeah, he said Midoriya, and this is the most misleading line. Oh my god! Vol- like I'm sorry, Shoji, uh, and I'm gonna spoil this for everybody. The biggest I- red herring. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of a spoiler, um, if I can find it, if I can find it, can I find it? Uh, per, oh, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, Shoji, but I've got an idea, like, how to save both. He's like, no, that's a stupid red herring, and it's dumb, and I hate you. Yeah, it's so, like, it's not even necessary. It ruins, it ruins the moment. Yeah, because, because it is no, a, no, a perfect and I can, solid And I can moment. say this, I can say this, because the payoff is in this chapter. <laughs> yeah. The payoff is in this chapter. It would have been one thing if he's like, I- I'm-, I'm sorry, so- Shoji. It's like, your guy, if you lead him away, will be alive. There's no telling what they'll do with Bakugo if I don't save him. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, so then we then we go back to the gas, and we get to uh, a fight I genuinely love. Oh, highlight of the volume for me, Mark. Uh, yeah, so it's... um. We, and, and there's terrible conveyance with this, and once again, something the show fixed because it actually shows it to you. We see Tetsu, 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 Tetsu's head back. There's no gas mask on him, uh, and we only see like little tiny pieces of the gas mask, but not the actual filters themselves. Not which enough, is extreme. I would say. Uh, no, well, no, you don't even see the filters, even yeah. from the stuff that's falling off the visible side. It's difficult um, to make out what it is. But yes, he took a hit, I believe, was it right between the eyes? Oh, in the yeah. anime? Direct. Like, it, like, a, 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 like right between the eyes, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, right, and Mustard's like, right, 
there are a couple hardeners. Like, I guess my gun won't work. Uh, and this is why, this is a subtle thing that happens throughout this. And I'm just going to get it out of the way now so we can continue. Um, Mustard comes off as kind of like, when you just quickly read over it, he comes off as pretty incompetent until you actually start looking at it. And you're like, every single shot he fires is lethal. And there's all, except for maybe one. And that one was specifically to try to weaken, like, um, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. Mm. Like, it, it was specifically there to try to weaken him. In fact, it might have even been to get him a breath because he shoots him, like, in the, the chest. Like, it might have been to try to get him to force to breathe, to breathe in the gas. Mm. So now even then, I, there's a tactic behind it. Yes, but pretty much every single shot he fires uh, is a headshot or would have hit uh, somebody in the head if somebody else hadn't, you know, stepped in the way. And a lot so, of the times... He's not even looking directly at the target no, when he pulls it, he this might off. Ju- he might just be, like, glancing at them from the side. Mm. He's using his quirk, as he, uh, I think we'll eventually explain, that he can sense where people are in the gas. Uh, yeah, so um, we see now we see a different panel with him. The gas mask has been blasted off, and he's like, you know, uh, Muster is pretty much, you know, it doesn't matter because, you know, in the middle of the gas, you know, it's, it's only a matter of time before you have to breathe. Um, and Tetsu, 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 Tetsu is just like a assist, uh, pist- thinks to himself like a pistol, seriously. Like, uh, he shot my mask right off. And, and, and Tetsu, 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 Tetsu is sizing up the guys like, 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 what's with him? Like, he's wearing a school uniform. He's got to be about our age. Uh, does he think he can beat me? Tetsu, Tetsu charges again and he gets shot right in the, like, the, the chest, stomach area. And the guy's like, you know, like, come at me. You're coming at me like the Terminator. Um, nice which it's, it, 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 it's a good reference because of the metal. Um, and and he's just very ca- muscles very casually like you know like uh like why are you just charging at me like a madman give me a break if you're at a top notch you know school like it, it, do you have no strategy and, and then um uh, Tetsu Tetsu notices something and I really like how Muscle's just kind of gesturing like he's going right from his gesture to with really out maybe tilting his head a little bit to look uh pulls the gun quickly up to his uh up his to his side, left like from yeah, under his left. And, and he fires like you're barely worth killing. He fires the gun, um, and Tetsu Tetsu jumps right in the way of Kendo, who is charging. Would have hit Kendo square in the head, uh, but Tetsu Tetsu takes the shot in the side of the head. Mm. Uh, this time it draws blood, which is a bad sign. Which is yeah. a bad thing. It yeah. means he's starting to lose, uh, you know, the metal form, uh, which this guy picks up and he's like, like. It's like, oh, it's, it's like two on one. So you thought you'd come for a sneak attack? Like, wow, that's basic. Uh, like, I'm creating the gas and controlling it. Like, every move you make, I can tell where you are. Like, they're the ripples. Like, there's no like, hiding. Yeah. It's like, why is that so unthinkable to you? Like, you're from UA. Like, you should be showing me more. You should be more impressive. Impress me is basically what he's saying. Is like, this is pathetic. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, when you really think about it, out of the context of a shonen, he's not wrong. <laughs> Um, he's like, I, like you know, and he's just mocking them. And then that's when uh, Kendo realizes, oh, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu is bleeding. Um, so that, or er, so then Tetsu, 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 Tetsu charges again. Uh, except uh, Mustard, his uh, you know, because he faded back into the gas. He's uh, appear right next, you know, come out of the gas right next to Tetsu, Tetsu as he's running by, and point blank shot to the side of his head. I would almost say probably in the exact same spot he shot before. Yeah. Dodge just by how close he gets and everything. No, he's just taking two bullets pretty much in the same place in that last one at point blank range. And Tetsu goes flying as more as like uh, blood comes off. Yeah, you can see blood splattering. 
Uh, and uh, and Mustard kind of points out, like, it, it seems that you're softer than before. And Metal Skin losing its edge, like, it, you know, isn't it getting hard to breathe? How long will you last? Like, how much longer can you steal yourself? Which is a good play on Yes, words. a very Fantastic good play. Fantastic play on words. And he fires at him again, because Tetsuya at this point is falling to the ground. He's, like, covering his head. And it hits him in pretty much the same spot again. So you're seeing, like, that... Mustard here is definitely being tactical about his hits. All you see from him is like just the gun sticking out of the main part of the gas, mm. like for the panel. And he's like, you know, simple hardening, simple hardening types like you often, you know, end up as physical brawlers, like guys who rush in without thinking. But you're right. He's absolutely being tactical to the point where he even takes the opportunity to reload his pistol in the gas without really any fear. Hmm. Because Kendo is nowhere to be found here at this point. Well, either. Kendo's not even to him right now. Kendo's not a threat because she's not. She's he nowhere can't near. sense her in the gas. Well, yeah. he can sense her, but, but not nearby. Yes, and he's like, "Aren't you supposed to be like heroes someday?" Like, it doesn't make much sense to me. Like, like how a simpleton uh, like you gets uh, praised because of your, you know, your school's reputation. You, you're pampered uh, by the world just because of your alma mater. And once again, at least at this point. Yes, to graduate from UA, you you will absolutely have what it takes to be professional if you graduate from the school. Yes. Um, out of context of UA, it's not entirely wrong. People getting praised just because of their alma mater. Look at Harvard, Stanford, and Oxford, mm. uh, for example. Uh, you could barely pass your way through all of those, but that degree matters more than any of your grades. Um, but also, you know, seeing these kids up front, it's like, is this all UA can do? Like – they had an entire semester, and this is this is pathetic. Um, and he just he just he's so brash. He takes two more shots at um, uh, Tetsu Tetsu, who who's covered up his head at this point even more with his arm, and he takes two shots or at least one shot in the arm, and you can see the steel on him cracking as it bl- as blood comes through yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and this is this is I, I think where the guy kind of screwed up the most. Um, he goes in for just the kick, and he kicks Tetsu Tetsu over. Um, now this, I mean, there is a sense to it. He kicks him right in the stomach, like from underneath in the stomach. Um, and he, Tetsu Tetsu rolls away and he realizes I I can't breathe. Like I need to take a breath, which once again, makes sense. If you think about it from that perspective, he's trying to force this kid to take a breath so he can just be done with him. Mm. Uh, At this stage, it looks like it's working. Oh, it, well. it is absolutely working. I, I, if Kendo was not here, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu would absolutely be dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's on uh, the it, ropes it, here, definitely. He's he's passing out. Like at this point, my guess is he's he's either gotten a, he's taken a little bit of a breath, or he's holding his breath so long that he's losing consciousness. Mm. And we either see that or, from that either blurry or image. knocks him out. Mm-hmm. Just just starting out like, um. Then uh, Kendo comes out and and just you know, um. Mustard just kind of, you know, just kind of easily dodges out of the way. He's like, you're not going to be able to get me with that kind of move. She does her hand expansion thing, which which just does get him. It, it, it was a clever use of her, her ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, you know, just reading her moves isn't enough. And he's like, like you know, don't be so smug just, be, like, just because you're a lame quirk. And she just, you know, makes her hands big and she, try, she uh, blows away all the gas with her hands. And he realizes, like the ga- like she's blowing the gas away. It, it, you know, uh, those are some powerful hands. Uh, and, and Kendo, you know, kind of comes back with like, "You're the fool, Mister School Uniform, carrying around a gun." Uh, is just another way of saying you're you're not, you have no confidence in a fight. Hmm. What's uh other thing we talked about beforehand? 
Um, so she has just basically called Snipe out. Snipe on blast. Yeah, you know, one of their professors. Uh, also, um, by extension, she's called out all the, you know, military. Military on blast. Anybody uh, who uses a weapon on blast. Anyone, yeah, no, that was their joke from beforehand. It was like, so she's called out, like, literally everybody through history who's used a weapon, like samurais, anybody, any heroes. She's technically called out, um, in a sense, she's also called out Aizawa for using the scarf. Magic like, scarf. Technically yeah, a like weapon. She, 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 I mean, she's basically just called the ball out. And that's, um, I don't believe she said that during the, in the anime. Ooh, I, I would have to double back check. That. Yeah. that might be homework for me. Okay. But uh, here, I was just like, Kendo. Like one of your teachers, like he would he would beg to differ. I, I'm just saying, Snipe would beg to differ. Um, you know what? Midnight would beg to differ. Yeah. Um, Mustard has been kind of uh, like, well, pointing out like kind of the 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 high and mighty. He believes that UA students are think that they're so great. Uh, and and there's and it's in, and based on some of the things that we hear from some of the other schools later on, it seems that UA kind of has a reputation of some of their people bragging. Yeah, yeah. Like is, is uh, like th- this is not just an unfounded thing. It's something later on that when we get to some stuff where we interact with other schools, it seems like nobody else likes UA. Like none of the other hero courses like UA because. They all of them think that they're they're smug, and from some of the other students we've we've, uh, well no, some of the other um schools uh implicate schools and the, like the implications and stuff like that they've said, hmm. like leads me to believe that yeah, there's a lot of UA students that are really really cocky, and really like brag about their alma mater, hmm. um to the point where it has this you know kind of bad reputation in the you know the the education community yeah or like yeah with the other hero schools at least yes uh, yeah um like as far as the student body goes mm. um so while this seems it seems weird it, it based on stuff we've heard later it's it, this is really good setup for mm. that actually uh, and world building yes um at this point he's like you know must be like you know is it Tetsu, 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 or Kendo that says this part? It was like, because at least us simple minds at UA... Uh, this is Kendo uh, narrating uh, Tetsu, Tetsu's cool moment, Mark. Yeah, um, and he he notices, even without the gas, he notices, it's a little too late, um, that Tetsu, Tetsu is coming. Um, and he, 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 you know, turns his gun and levels that at Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. Um, and he's a... And I'll be honest... Um, it seems like just before he could pull the trigger, he gets punched square in the head as Tetsu Tetsu is about to pass out from oxygen deprivation. Um, and yeah, so, and then with, you know, mustard down, the gas disperses. And I have to say, you know, this could have been a really good fight mm. if Kendo hadn't speechified. If Kendo hadn't, like, mocked this guy. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're trying to get under his head. Um, he could have easily just chosen to shoot. Like he almost shot you. Like there's literally nothing that could, I mean, think about it. He saw Tetsu Tetsu coming for just the last second. He could have just been like, Oh, well, and just killed you. Kendo. Like you're, you're laughing at this <laughs> one, guy. I'll get one down anyway. Yeah. yeah. You're, la- you're laughing at this guy. He doesn't have confidence in fight. He has confidence in his aim. This is, I, I don't know how a hero, I'm not saying a hero would use a gun, but if he or was a, a hero, I don't know how, 
I, I would be using the quirk in a very similar fashion. Mm. Like maybe maybe with maybe not like you know like a, a gun gun, but you know like th- this is a very good way to use his quirk. Hmm. I, I just I don't know. I, I do think it's one of those things where it was trying to it felt like it was trying to make him feel lesser, which normally I wouldn't have a problem with. But we've already had that once uh, back in the USJ where you you took this entire fight, this entire struggle our characters went through and you cheapened it. And cheapened that's it. what yes. it feels like Horikoshi is trying to do there. And that pisses me off because otherwise this is a really cool and well done fight with a competent villain. Mm. And you just and you just spend your character's time saying, no, you're dumb. You're stupid because you don't fight with your fists. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It, I, it makes me hate Kendo, who is normally my favorite one, B. one beast. Yeah. Well, mm. And she never has an attitude like this again. No. Yeah. You do. You get a, You get a, comes, she's a respect. Almost, there's a lot of respect in her fighting. Yes. There's a lot of respect in her fighting and it doesn't even come across as like, you know, trying to be a distraction. This is straight up just what she's feeling because she can't tell where Tetsu 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 is. She's not even sure if he's conscious hmm. until he punches. I do say, yeah, as much as I, I, I'm, I'm a bit iffy on that line as well, but I do like her kind of inspirational speech she gives. Oh, the inspirational as, as part Tetsu is Tetsu fine. It's just the demeaning the guy. I'm just like, I know he's the villain, but like you've called out so many people in that last statement. Like you've called out Yaya Rozu. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You've been friends with her and you basically just called her out mm. like for him using his quirk. Like if she made a pistol with her quirk, would you call her out for that? Like, I don't know. It's just, it, it bothers me because of how cool this guy's fight was. Yeah. That is just like now you're just cheap. It is it. like I know it, it, I know it, I've it, hammered home that point, but I absolutely hate it when you have a, a cool fight or you have like a a big thing, and then you have basically the writer saying, "No, don't worry about this. It's stupid." It, it is like, a blemish. Well, then why did you show it? It is a blemish on the fight, not not a, a blemish that ruins the whole fight, but it is definitely there. You know, and... it's basically at that moment the fight goes from this really cool thing to just kind of eh, what a stupid shonen. Hmm. Kind of, it to, kind of lowers the hype levels just a little, but then it gets it, back it, up Honestly, again. to me, it makes Tetsu 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 Tetsu's win feel forced. Oh, no, really? A oh. little bit. Because, oh. he, I mean, he even competently reacts to it, but it was just, it's like, oh, so you have this speech about how guns are bad, and then all of a sudden his, he's not able to fire in time to beat Tetsu 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 Tetsu. Uh, up until that point, he had... Split-second reaction times. Yeah. 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 Especially because this guy's almost passed out. He's losing consciousness. But yeah. So he <laughs> finally he is able to... ultra mark. Wow. But yeah, yeah, he's finally able to get, gasp for breath. And now this is a smart thing that Tetsu 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 um, figured out. He's like, you know, uh, a gas user, like using a mask, like the best way to beat him, smash the mask. That's fine. That's a logical That's conclusion. That's probably the smartest thing he said this whole chapter. Uh, no, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And he kind of passes out. He's like, he's like, that's what you get for busting up our training camp, you little brat. And you see, that part's fine. That's a great way to end it. Yeah. yeah. It's just Kendo here is just like, thanks for ruining the moments. You, you could have made Tetsu Tetsu's, uh, you know, victory not feel cheap by not calling this guy out and not basically setting up. The fact that he was just going to get punched down and not able to use his gun because that's effectively what you were foreshadowing there. Um, 
but yeah, it, yeah, no, I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like it. Back over to the the Moonfish Shoto Bakugo fight, mm-hmm. and uh, things aren't going well for our, our young heroes as. While they have put up a ton of ice, Moonfish is just chopping it down and is breaking through. And uh, Bakugo is like, I can't get close to him. Like, like, guess I have no choice but to, to blast him with full power. And Shoto's like, don't. And he's like, if the trees catch on fire, use your ice. We can't keep doing this. It's not working. And, and uh, Shoto's like, you know, an explosion would block our field of vision. Uh, what happens if it doesn't finish him off? And that is a brilliant. And, and this is very clearly he's learned from his experience with Stain, mm. and I like that because the entire thing Stain criticized him on is like you're you 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 blocked your vision against an opponent with superior speed. Like, what are you thinking, kid? Yeah. And, and the ice the ice the ice here is different because one, this guy's up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can still see him move. And two, this is legitimately like it's this or we die. The yeah, smoke would com- block him, and he would have no control. Mm. It's also worth pointing out here that we can see the effect of all this ice on Todoroki. Uh, he's freezing with the, over. Yeah, with the freezing. And his over. companion, that or the guy he's holding, are freezing over. Mm-hmm. And they, and he pretty much points out like this guy has got us a beat at both range and firepower. Um, and then we get somebody just running through the woods says, I, I can see ice. Uh, they must uh, be fighting. And at this point, everybody's like, wait, what? Uh, and turn. As, even uh, Moonfish turns. Even Moonfish. Um, well, I mean, it's fair. It's like somebody's coming. Yeah. Um, and we just see just destruction behind um, Shoji, who is carrying Midoriya. As Shoji's just yell, like, panic look on his face, like, Bakugo, Todoroki, like, please, one of you, like, help. And uh, Moonfish is like, fresh. He's like, give us some light. As um, it's where Moonfish uh, directs an, a, a one, another one of his teeth blades uh, away from the rest. So like he has most. I of got the impression it was coming after like Shoji. Yeah, yeah. It's a way. It, but it's interesting that he can direct them in opposite. You know, it, it, re, it uh, really. Well, I mean, he's 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 he has, he's mastered his quirk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but th- this is something the anime does a bit differently. Um, they handle the whole thing uh, with this. Because right here we go from the tooth going out, then all of a sudden um, Dark Shadow is behind him. And just, just slams down, like Monster Dark Shadow slams down um, Moonfish. And it's just, it was just it's his teeth are breaking. Just as, as both um, Tokoyami and, or not Tokoyami, uh, Todoroki and Bakugo are just looking on, like, in complete shock. Yep. Like, not even horror at this point. They're like, what are we looking at? And we see Tokoyami just, like, he's been completely re-enveloped by Dark Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we get to the line that's stupid. In, the, in a flashback, I'm sorry, Shoji, but I've got an idea. Uh, if it's uh, reacting to sound, then, and that's such a forced line. Um, well, why not use your, your duplicated parts to, you know, basically bait him to get him to follow us? Like, we'll, we'll lead him to Kachan. Uh, his explosions, you know, should keep Dark Shadow at bay. Uh, and, and when you ask who I want to save, I want to save them both. And a chapter ends. What a dumb life. <laughs> There's, there's, there's like two, there's two parts in this chapter that really just like, oh, it's like if we could just change those two little things, this would be like a solid contender for chapter like a, uh, in the nine range. Oh, if, okay. if, you, if you could change the kendo, uh, the kendo speechify line, you could change 
the whole stupid setup line of I'm sorry, Shoji. Like, this would be an easy contender for the nine range. Now, this is something that I want to, uh, and I suppose maybe you can, when when you're doing your homework, Mark, uh, I do feel like, now say it with me. I'm just going to rewatch the entire article. The anime did it better uh, for this scene. Yeah. But it definitely didn't feel like this whole, uh, oh, yeah, uh, when it's reacting to sound, like all this feels, it was, it felt a lot more natural uh, as we so saw. So like in... every single thing with the anime compared to the manga. <laughs> you know, pretty much. You know, yeah, you're, you're not wrong, but uh, yeah, no, it did. And like, like, really, like, why is he even apologizing uh, to Shoji? I, no, 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 because because it's a, it's the red herring, as you pointed out. Yeah. If it had been like, I'm sorry, Shoji, I'm going after Bakugo, that would make sense. Mm. But no, it was it was an intentional red herring. The only upside to it is that it paid off this chapter, so I could criticize it. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I, <laughs> I. Yeah. I, oh, oh. And it doesn't. And and that red herring doesn't taint the next chapter. Uh, at least, yeah. At least we get it. You know, it, it's so not hanging it over us, uh, so it really only affects this. But even then, that is not much of a positive because it is still a negative. Uh, but uh, we'll see. How that affects our final score, Mark. Mark, chapter yeah. seventy-nine. Uh, yeah, no, seventy-eight was our first of the evening. So, that what would be your final score? Uh, my final score for it, I'm gonna give it a good solid eight-five. Oh, uh, I like most of it. Uh, I, I love the ma- I love the opening page. I love the Magni stuff. Mm. Uh, I even like them getting it hidden. I I really like. Uh, the first part of the fight with Moonfish and the first part of the fight with uh, Mustard, like the setup for the fight with Mustard. Um, uh, where it falls apart is Midoriya, like just f- freezing up. And it just, it completely ruins the flow. Like you have this great flow going. It's really cool. You're seeing all this awesome stuff. And then just, I'm sorry, I've, I spent an entire minute on a single page, three panels to try to understand what's happening. And it's not clear. Um, and then after that, the shoji stuff is a little stilted. Like the next like page and a half ish is a bit stilted until you do get to the cool dark shadow reveal. It's a good chapter. It has problems that could be fixed, but it's a fun chapter. Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah, I would agree. Like, I, I, there's a lot going on here uh, with the pacing. Like, when, it, it's it's funny how um, like considering how fast paced the rest of it has been, and we did see it in the uh, with the with the kendo and tetsu tetsu scene as well there's a lot of action and movement going on here really when we get to that bit where midoriya is forcibly stopped it really just slams on the brakes because right? shoji pops in on one page he has more dialogue than he has had for the past 79 chapters it's great you know shoji fans uh, yeah. represent uh but but really it just kind of and it's obviously explaining the situation and i would i would say you almost get a payoff for that with that uh with that beautiful uh kind of you you do it's just i felt that the uh, split. i uh, felt that the the dialogue was a bit stilted yeah no uh and i would argue even at the start mark when we see uh aizawa like that to me felt a little forced when he's explaining uh, oh, you know, oh, I forgot to tell Midoriya to take it easy and go take a break because he's running on the fumes. I'm like, that felt like something that he didn't need to say. Obviously, yeah. it, it's him thinking it. Uh, and like the, the rest of that scene was nice with with uh, with Koda 
uh, and I always do love a good punching in the balls flashback, Mark. That's uh, you know that 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 really gets me going. Uh, but you have but, some weird tastes. <laughs> I I don't get it a lot. You know what I mean. But uh, but uh, the rest, like yeah, that bit coupled with uh, the the kind of uh, screeching to a halt of Midoriya at the end. Uh, really did uh, put a downer on this. But that's not to say that the rest of the chapter was bad. As you said, Mark, uh, the Moonfish, both the Moonfish and the uh, and the Tetsu Tetsu and Kendo against Mustard, uh, both of those kind of beginnings of the fights were very satisfying. And also, uh, probably my favorite moment of the chapter was the Magni uh, scene. Uh, it's Magni, so good. Magni really is uh, setting herself up as the MVP of this new, uh, like, and you know, like Dabby gets all the love, uh, like you know, you, you, like you get uh, Toga, she gets, she's pretty popular, but Magni is where it's at, Mark. My goodness, because like she is showing herself as an extremely competent foe, uh, and one every can... time she appears in the this story, she is extremely competent yeah, yeah at times more competent than anyone else except for maybe shigaraki and uh one for all and one specific scene um that i'm thinking of like other than that scene where she is over you know outstaged by those two you know the two masterminds behind everything mm-hmm. uh is always the most competent person in the room it's yeah it's interesting that a lot of the time she seems to be paired up with spinner who I would say is probably, like, the least competent. Probably to keep him from... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, from... it's, uh, it's either Shigaraki or maybe even um, uh, Kirogiri was like, okay, Magni, you're really good. We've got this lizard guy called Spinner, and he's, you know, he's a little off, so you just you just look after him there. You, you're you you're the him. one, you're reining him in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, you get a you get an officer position and you're writing him in. So pretty Go much get all you need to take out of this was uh, Magni MVP, uh, Midoriya uh, weak, and he he doesn't know how how uh, how what's oh what's it called adrenaline uh, how adrenaline works and uh, yeah not the not not my 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 least favorite chapter of the volume but. Uh, not my favorite either, but still uh, not without uh, its own its own advantages. So I would give it. What did you give it? Eight point five. Eight point five. I'll go with an eight. Um, not, not as positive Fair. as you, but uh, still a strong chapter. Mark seventy nine. What would you give? Uh, which is my second favorite chapter of the volume. Mm, mine too. Um, but yes, uh, I like the part at the very beginning. Where um, how it just picks right up and we can kind of get, you know, an understanding of what happened and even how uh, Shoji's quirk works. Like we get a nice little explanation of that, um, like how, oh, yeah, he lost the hand, but it was like one of his like extension things. Hmm. It's like it's not it's like, like it's he kind lost of a like lip. an extension to his own quirk breakdown here. We get further. Yes. Um, and, and it's nice because it, it plays into the, how they're going to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and, and I and I like um, how they're trying to you know their their quick little bit of talking as they're dodging Dark Shadow and this does a good job of um, you know displaying the power of like rampant Dark Shadow mm. while at the same time kind of like them trying to figure out what to do 
Um, and, and then we even get to see Tokoyami like fighting back about it, like with it. Um, we get a little bit of a you know character building for Shoji with like how he's like, I'm not gonna just leave him. Um, and we and we, then we see more of the struggle, more of the power. Um, and then we see the stupid red herring line of like, I'm sorry, Shoji, and that is already disqualifying it from ever being in the nine range. Oh. Because of how stupid it turns out to be, it just feels forced. Oh, it's it, it's it's so it's so forced. Because once again, if it had been something where he had basically broken off and gone to save Bakugo hmm. by himself, that'd have been one thing. Except that everybody'd be like, "Well, why didn't you lead him there?" Because that's a perfect plan. It solves both problems. Um, and, and it would have been another thing. Is like, I, like I, I, I'm sorry to ask this of you. But we need to, you know, put ourselves in danger to lead him. Hmm. It would be one thing if it was that, but w- when we eventually get to it, it's it's not even, you know, that. It's like I'm sorry, but I've got an idea. It would have been like, I'm sorry, uh, but I don't know. It, it's <laughs> so not even not like, I've what got it an, is now. It's not even I've got an idea. Uh, it's just uh, I get what he was going for, mm-hmm. and you know what? It might have worked in the original Japanese. I'll I'll, I'll put this out there. This might not be as much of a red herring or as, uh, as bad in the original Japanese. Potentially. Because that's, that's been an, uh, an interesting thing. The longer we've done this and the more I've heard people who, you know, have, you know, will make commentaries comparing, like, the, the original Japanese to the English, how some of the time uh, the things, they just, they don't translate as well mm. as, as you would like. Or there's, you know, certain meanings behind the stuff for how it's said that... You know, make it make it actually kind of work as opposed to not, you know, as much. And this could be one of those things. But then we get to such a good fight, such a well done fight, the the mustard fight. Mm. And it's really good. And it's getting better. It's getting more hype. Oh, my God. This guy is so calm. He's he's demolishing them with with what feels like ease, because that that was the thing with the uh, moonfish is that he felt like a competent villain. Like he felt like, oh, so this is what an actual villain villain is Mm. like. Like, like th- this is like this person is absolutely a villain. There's a constant level of threat in both of these encounters. Yes, and up until the very like the last page, like the last page, mm. this guy feels like like a real big threat to these kids. Like he's dealing with them easily and without a lot of effort. Like you would assume, like uh, a big villain. Uh, dealing with, you know, just like not even a sidekick, like just a trainee. Like, I, I, like this is super easy um, up until the point. And then Kendall gets a legitimate hit in. She outsmarts him. And as soon as she outsmarts him a little bit, um, she just speechifies everything and uh, just talks down to him. And kind of proves what, yeah, proves what he was saying the whole time as well. Yes, proves what he was saying the whole time. Uh, insults one of her teachers. Like, there's no way around the fact that she just straight up insulted Snipe. Snipe on blast. Like, what did he do to you? Would you call him a coward? I would say that's almost exactly the same thing here. He uses his uh, quirk for, you know, very specific game. This guy is absolutely using his quirk for specific game. Um, he, he pretty much says that. And then all of a sudden, just Tetsu Tetsu, who is pretty much passing out from either lack of oxygen or having inhaled some of the, the gas, uh, just comes up and just punches the guy before he can have a chance to fire back. And it feels like a very cheap ending. Um, that said, uh, a cheap ending to that, however, Tetsu 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 Tetsu's aftermath uh, feels perfectly natural and is great. 
uh, where he's like, you know, mask, like gas user wearing a mask. Best thing to do, break the mask. Pat, like, falls over exhausted. He's like, that's what you get for beating up a trade camp, you little brat. That's great. It's absolutely fantastic. It, it was like you, you had the buildup. It was great buildup, great buildup, great buildup, great buildup. Oh, we're almost at the climax. With the, you just blew the climax. Mm. The climax was terrible. And then the uh, – and I, there's a term for this, and I always forget it, um, for kind of like the descending arc on the other side of the climax. Uh, that was good. Okay. Like So it's like you, you, got, you got the beginning. You got the middle. You screwed up the climax. The ending was great. Mm. Like – it's it's a very weird dynamic to do so well and then to screw up just the climax. Only right, the climax. right at right at the end. Only no, and and not just at the end. Only screwing up the climax. Yeah. And everything else about it. Recovering is at the aftermath, kind of. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's. I can't think of another example in off the top of my head in media where everything else was great except for the climax. <laughs> but even the stuff after the climax was great. Like I can't think of another example. Um. And then we get over to the, the rest of the Moonfish fight, uh, and we're, we're um, you know, the Bak or Midoriya and Shoji lead uh, Dark Shadow back, and he just intervenes, and, and that part's great. Uh, so I'm gonna give it about the same thing of an uh, of an eight five because the great parts here are really really good, oh, yeah. but the bad parts absolutely are, are absolutely worse than Midoriya freezing up in the last chapter. Mm, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yep, yep. You could definitely The better say that. parts are better, and the worst parts are worse. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it the same score. I would agree. Um, yeah, I, I think there, there is obviously issues we've had with both of these chapters, but I also think it's worth pointing out that we have these issues. Uh, but still, eight point five eight, like these are high scores, Mark, that we're giving. So obviously. Yes. The good parts are really good uh, to yes. warrant this, uh, which will kind of explain, uh, I hope at least, my score for this chapter. I'm dishing out a 9.0 for this one, Mark. Uh, really? Yeah. That's, that would explain why you were like, really, to my other score. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, I did say, you you did say uh, this was your second favorite chapter. This is uh, my second favorite. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I don't, have we... Have we this might be spoilers, but have we read your favorite chapter yet, Mark? Or is that no, we wrong? haven't. Ooh, I'm assuming okay. we haven't read your favorite chapter either. Uh, well, actually, yeah, no, I think I'll retract that. I do actually think that this is my favorite chapter in the volume. Really? Warts what? and all, Mark. And that is not to say it is a perfect chapter by any means, because it is not. Um, for me, uh, like I, I, I get the, the kendo thing, uh, and I do think that's an issue. For me, the biggest uh, flaw in this chapter is the blatant red herring uh, with Midoriya. Yeah. Really, uh, Midoriya, considering how, how much uh, he was the conductor of the hype train in the, in the previous chapters, uh, has really uh, kind of been a, a, a wet blanket for for me for these uh for these last two chapters in particular a lot of the issues uh, i've been having with these chapters have been concerning midoriya and his actions uh be it you know freezing up or getting static shocked uh and, and don't you it... bring don't you bring virgil hawkins into this don't I... you don't, don't you dare bring him into that terribleness I wish, how dare you i wish that how would it, it'd be that'd be a nine easy mark nine easy. oh if, let me just say if if somehow static straight up static appeared at this this in a chapter uh that chapter would be verging on a 10 oh yeah 
Oh my goodness, that's the crossover I want to see. But um, kind of. Uh, kind of. What do you mean, kind of? Definitely. But but uh, yeah, Midoriya uh is is he's doing things here that I don't want to see, Mark. Um, uh, yeah, like the the uh, the saving grace for the red herring is that. Is that it's done at the end of the chapter. He goes, psych, Soji, or Shoji, uh, you know, I was just kidding. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good protagonist, so I want to save everybody. Uh, and, and you're just like, well, really, Midoriya, what was the point of all this? Oh, boy. Uh, it, it, it feels like it's just trying to add tension between the scenes, but I don't think it's warranted You know what would fix all. that? I just realized if he had switched the orders of what he was saying, he's like, I have an idea. Shoji, and I'm sorry, but it's really dangerous. Like, if he just switched kind of the order of what he said, yeah, it would it would have worked because yeah. because it would make sense in that order. Not apologize. Here's the idea instead of here's the idea. Apologize. Explanation. And the, the tension would still be there because yes. it was a dangerous plan, and we know he's going up against a dangerous threat. Uh, but it just oh it it. It's really silly, and uh, it, it infuriates me. But, if, it, if it had not been there, it would have, even with the other part for me, it would have been in the nines. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that red herring just pisses me off so yeah. bad. Uh, and, uh, but to, to, to have that, uh, and for me to, to still give it a nine, shows just how much I like this uh, mustard encounter. Uh, really... Uh, we we won't be fans have it rough, Mark. Uh, we we Kendo and Tetsu Tetsu fans, uh, you know, like it's pretty barren. The 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 waters uh, of of the the seas that we sail. They're one fight. They uh they the, basically the writer straight up tries to you know say was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like say was nothing. But Mark, I still love it. It's because we're, it's I'm, I'm, we're I'm, not I'm not criticizing you. I'm more pointing out, I was like, oh my god, you're right. This is like their one fight for like another 100 chapters. Listen. And the writer in, in Horikoshi kind of badmouths the fight during the fight. And I'm like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> Even more than I already was. Oh, oh like this is, this is all I have, Mark. This is all my sustenance for like, until we get to like the, the 1B and 1A, like fights and that's like nobody wants that oh hey i enjoyed it for what it was but we'll get there eventually i suppose but uh yeah no uh, it it is uh it is delicious food for a a hungry stomach mark uh and i just i just like like you say um mustard is really uh as we've seen with all pretty much every villain that we've seen here magni moonfish uh mr muscles kind of spinner Kind, kind, he has some cool knives at least, but they they are all extremely competent and uh, really threatening. Like what I've been loving, especially with with Moonfish and Mustard, uh, these kids are in danger, uh, and and like you sense that if they make one wrong move, uh, like even here, uh, Tetsu Tetsu is pretty close to to going down. Uh, like if if Kendo hadn't shown up when she did uh, and said her her. Uh, anti anti and if her line. hands had been able to not been able to somehow just blow all of the gas away completely like like it is a neat i i, I wouldn't say that's forced though i think it's well very, no i'm not i'm not saying that force i'm just saying it's like if if that and that other thing hadn't yeah, happened yeah. 
I because because if the if the gas had still been there, he would have known Tetsu Tetsu was coming. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Tetsu. I I do like I do think it is a very effective use of her quirk, which is, is one of the more interesting, uh, like big hands, specifically big hands, like we've seen uh, enlarging quirks like Whip Mount Lady, but just to have like the one body part uh, expand i always thought was interesting no Um, it was cleverly used it was a mm. a feint an an attack that was meant to miss to catch the person off guard and uh like i i know uh i I always like like i'm a sucker mark uh you know you say you say a couple of uh quick lines about about uh students giving their all and, and going plus ultra uh, and stuff about hope, and I'm like ten out of ten, amazing. Uh, yeah, no, but her little speech at the end, uh, combined with Tetsu Tetsu delivering that uh, slamming uh, iron iron fist, uh, and it getting the we're gonna go with the iron treatment. knuckle for that attack uh, just that, because it sounds good. It does sound good, uh, but but that and and delivering the full page spread for that as well. Mm-mm. Delicious, Mark. Uh, good good food for the soul. I loved it. Uh, and then finishing it off, uh, getting to see more of terrifying, uh, terrifying Moonfish, and even more scarier Tokuyami uh, and Dark Shadow taking him down so efficiently. Uh, really, that that is the biggest I think tell of all. Like we 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 have seen Dark Shadow uh, kind of the power levels here in the past two chapters, but seeing him pretty much in a panel take down Moonfish who has been giving some of UA's best such a hard time, uh, is really uh, goes to show just how much of a threat this Dark Shadow is now as well. Uh, so it is it is a cool finish, uh, and I'm very excited to see how it all wraps up in the next chapter, uh, and how that wraps up the volume as well. So I'll give it a 9, uh, warts and all, uh, and uh, I just love... Tetsu Tetsu again, no Mark. I don't know. I don't know how else I can explain. Uh, that's just the way it is. But Mark, we have reached the end of the episode. That is the thing that's happened. Yes. And uh, what do we got to do? But we got to end the show. So first yes. of all, Mark, if the people on the on the listening devices who are listening right now, I hope, uh, would want to find you on the internet, where could they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ChalionX. That's at C-H-A-L-I-O-N-X. Now, where can they find you? Well, they can also find me on the internets, on the Twitters, at LJ underscore Hollywood. And, Mark, they can find the podcast itself at Hero Notes Pod for all the latest Hero Notes news. And, Mark, speaking about the podcast... Mm-hmm. Where could they find said Oh, sorry, podcast? I thought you were going for the setup there. I was like, oh. like speaking about the podcast, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for up, this. Mark. I'm setting you up. Oh, boy. Uh, well, you know, they can find You were setting a... me up and you forgot to finish the setup. <sighs> it's been a long recording session, Mark. Uh, no, it hasn't. It's been our shortest one in months. Actually, yeah, we've been very quick. I'm, I'm impressed yes. by this. Uh, so to make it even quicker, Podbean, Stitcher, and iTunes. Bam! Like, like, like instantly. That's, and they can also email us at the the the, the email address, which is Don't Hero, Hero Notes Podcast at gmail.com. I'll get it right one of these times. Uh, and finally... That's why nobody's emailing in. Getting the that is email. probably the reason. Uh, I should double check. I've forgotten to check the emails again, which is uh, very inefficient. But uh, nevertheless, Mark, we got a podcast to finish. So 
Lastly, I want to tell all our listeners that whatever it is that they find themselves doing, to go beyond plus ultra style and to stay tuned for the next episode of Hero Notes. Same hero time. Same hero channel. 